Hi, and welcome to the Church Unlimited podcast. Church Unlimited is a vibrant, Bible-based church in North Lakes, Queensland, that is passionate about helping people discover the genuine love of Jesus. If you're currently looking for a home church, we would love for you to join us for Sunday worship. For more information about our Sunday service or to find out how we can best help you, head to our website at churchunlimited.com.au. We hope you enjoy this message from Sunday service. So last week we started our breakthrough preaching series uh, on, on our breakthrough inheritance. We talked about the fact that breakthrough is our inheritance as sons and daughters of God. That, that God made a way. It says in John 1.12, it says, But as many as received Him, as received Christ, He gave them the right to become the children of God. You are not a servant of God. You are a son of God. You are not a slave of God. You are a daughter of God. And as sons and daughters, we believe in His name. We are born not of blood nor by the, by the will of flesh, nor by the will of man, but of God. We are born of God. And so we talked about there are three things that we need to understand about inheritance. Number one, inheritance flows through bloodline. Amen. You can only receive inheritance from your, from your father. You don't receive inheritance, you know, outside of your bloodline. And so we know that we are of the bloodline of God now. We're, 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 through, through Christ, we're of the bloodline of God. Then you can only inherit what your father has to give. You know, some people's dad, flat broke. You're getting nothing. But the word of God tells us that this is just full of God's promises over our lives. This is our inheritance. Everything the word of God tells us that we can believe for is our inheritance. And then the last thing we said was that inheritance was released through death. And we know that that was released through Christ when Christ died. And so, you know, there's so many Christians that, that believe in God, but they don't actually know their Father. And, and can I tell you that Jesus comes to, to draw us close to the Father so that we could receive His favor and His blessing. And, and I want to encourage you, if you weren't here last week, I, I've, I've probably preached a thousand sermons in my life. And last Sunday was my all-time favorite sermon out of there are, I've got 999 other good ones. But last Sunday is probably the most life-changing sermon that I've ever preached in my life. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't heard it, have a listen. It's also, yeah, it comes out in the, in the devotions. If you're on our email list, we send out the sermon notes and the devotions and the link to how you can listen to the message. And so that's another reason that you would want to Fill in one of those welcome cards. Awesome. Today I want to talk to us about breakthrough roots. Breakthrough roots. About four years ago, we got a knock at the door in my house as my neighbor came and, and said, James, we need to talk about your mango tree in the backyard. I said, would you like some mangoes? She said, we've got plenty, thanks. They fall over the fence. I said, what would you like to talk about, my mango tree? And she says, well, the roots have gone under the fence and they are, they're attacking our patio foundations and they're moving towards our house foundations 
and the tree has to go. And I said, oh man, really? I like that mango tree. It provides good shade. It's, it's beautiful. It doesn't litter that much. She goes, it's got to go. And I went and had a look and sure enough, the concrete on her side, not on my side, the concrete was cracked up as the root system of this mango tree was breaking through concrete, her concrete patio, and moving towards her house foundations. And we knew that the tree had to go. Well, a couple of days later, I felt like the Lord was speaking to me about the success of a tree, the breakthrough of a tree, even the fruit of a tree is actually found in the roots of the tree. The roots are what lead to the breakthrough. It wasn't the fruit that was falling down. It was the roots that were causing the breakthrough. The health of a tree rises and falls on its root system. It's the roots that draw the nutrients out of the soil. It's the roots that draw water up into the tree. It's the roots that anchor the tree in a storm. Breakthrough is not found in fruit. Breakthrough is found in root. Fruit never caused the breakthrough, ever. But the roots sure did. Then God started speaking to me about how often we prioritize fruits over roots. We chase all the fruits and often neglect the roots. We chase the partner that we want, that cute guy, that cute girl, without allowing the Holy Spirit to build us. We chase the fruit of a partner without allowing our roots to be anchored. We seek the one which is the fruit without allowing God to build us to become the one which is the root. Scripture says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's a major problem in many marriages. We love our wives the way we love ourselves. And most of us don't have a healthy root system in our own selves. So because I have unhealthy roots, I love her the way that I love myself. And no wonder we have drama. We chase the career that we want without actually checking in with God about our purpose. We don't often pray about what jobs we take. We just go for them. We run off and get a job. And we're praying for a whole lot of fruit without actually stopping to go, God, have you built me for this? Is my root system compatible? You have an apple tree root system, but you're off doing an orange tree job. It doesn't work like that. And then one, no wonder we get to the edge of burnout because we're in jobs that are wearing us out or jobs that are taxing us because we actually haven't stopped to prioritize the root of the matter. We don't get breakthrough, we get breakdown. This is why America, uh, there's, a, there's a study that suggests that a third 33% of employees in America have quit their jobs and changed fields since the pandemic. And the stats in Australia are not far off. Why? Because during the pandemic, we had this revelation that we don't have good root systems. 
In fact, there's a lot of churches that have been in major decline. Why? Because they had good crowds on Sunday, but they didn't have good root systems. And then the pandemic, when we couldn't run services, people just decided not to come back. And, 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 and you know, I was talking about it with, with a bloke this week. He says he's been chasing money. He's, you know, his vision has been to, to pay off his mortgage and, and to clear himself of debt. And he goes, but I don't really have a whole lot of other vision. And I said, well, your vision has been focused on fruit rather than focused on root. No wonder you don't have a lot of, of vision. We seek all the toys, all the fruit. We want the house and the car and the jet ski and the hobbies. And after about six months of getting the fruit we want, we want different fruit. The thing about fruit is fruit doesn't sustain a tree. Fruit tastes great. Fruit was meant to be consumed. But fruit doesn't satisfy the tree. It's the roots that sustain a tree. It's the roots that draw the nutrients. It's the roots that draw the water. It's the roots that anchor the tree. It's the roots that cause the breakthrough. You don't get good fruits without good roots. This falls in exact alignment with what Jesus teaches us in Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And every other thing will be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of self. The kingdom of God and His righteousness. Not my ideas of morality and righteousness, but His righteousness. Seek first your roots, and every other thing will be added unto you. Fruits. Isn't it amazing? Honestly, this sounds so simple, and yet it's really hard. I've been following the Lord now for 22 years, and I'll be honest with you. Seeking Him first is one of the hardest things I find. We struggle to seek Him first. We want to, but we struggle to. And we seek Him, just not often first. We struggle to put Him first because I like what I like. And I want to do what I want to do. And I want to do what feels good to me. And I think I know best. You know, since the beginning of mankind... We've been chasing fruit over root. Adam and Eve in the garden. God says, be rooted with me and eat everything you want, but just not that one fruit. And it wasn't very long before they chased fruit over root. Seeking fruit will lead you to break down. I've watched it far too many times. I love ice cream. I'm a bit of a, I could, I could probably, I've never done it, but I could, I could probably eat two liters in one sitting. My, my trainer is here this morning. She's come for Ninja Warrior, confessions of a pastor. I haven't had ice cream now in 10 weeks. 
but you start chasing ice cream, your body breaks down. It's a fruit that's meant to be enjoyed, but if you don't have healthy roots, your body breaks down. You chase all the fruits. I know so many people who build the life without having an anchored marriage. And then they get the kids and the kids grow. I know so many, I've met so many people who divorce when their kids all get out of the house. Why? Because we spend all our time focusing on the fruits of our children and buying that house and then the kids leave and we realize we don't even like each other. It, it's a common thing. Jesus says it like this in John 15. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it might be able to bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you. Unless you abide in me, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. For if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. But if you abide in me and my word in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you would bear much fruit so that you would be my disciples. Jesus is teaching us. Don't chase all the, the breakthrough is not the fruit. You're going to get the house. I've got, what have I got? Four cards here. And, and, and each of these cards has five things. I cheated. One of them has six. So I've got 21 fruits that I'm believing for. 21 things that I'm, some of them have more than one on one line. I've, I've cheated heaps. I'm a very demanding son. I learned it from my children. Or I taught it to him. I don't know which one. Do you know that my life is still okay if I don't see one of those things come to fruition? Do you know that I will still stand here and cry? in front of you, in the presence of God, because my life is anchored. The fruits of my life are literally nothing more than the results of the roots that God has helped me put down. And so I want to talk to you just out of this passage about three ways we strengthen our roots in order to release breakthrough. Number one, the word, the word is clear. Number one, strong roots in God's Word. I'm telling you right now, you start straying from the Bible, good luck. John 15, 3 says, 
You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Because of the word that God has spoken to us. This word. This is the word of God. The psalmist David and Amy Grant both tell us thy word is a light unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. Remember that old Amy Grant song? Anybody? Any Amy Grant? Surely, Caleb, you know Amy Grant. The Word is my nourishment. The Word is it's what waters me. The Word is what leads me and instructs me. It's the Word that God speaks to me. This tells me two things. I am what the Word says I am. And I do what the Word says I do. Because I have roots that are down in God. My root, I'm not a pot plant. So many Christians live like a pot plant. You're just, you're in your own little pot that you created. You never let your roots grow down into anything. Therefore, you can just be uprooted and moved around whenever you want to. My identity is found in the Word of God. Do you know how many things are written in this Bible that I don't actually think? Far too many. But when I open the Word of God, I have to understand that what God's Word says about me is truth. And the thing that I believe that is contrary to God's Word is the lie. Don't believe everything you think. Don't believe everything you think. The Word of God tells me that I am born again. That I am a new creation. That old things are gone and behold, all things have been made new. I don't know about you, but I don't always feel new. You know, sometimes I feel like the old. Sometimes I do the old. Sometimes I sound like the old. Sometimes I think like the old. But I am forgiven. I becoming that identity. It's a great Hillsong song that's, I am who you say I am. I am who you say I am. I'm not who I say I am. I am who you say I am. Man, if we can allow the word of God to wash over us, to become what he says I am as sons and daughters, as set free, as forgiven, as healed, as blessed. Oh, my word. I know that my roots are blessed even though I might not see the fruits. It's only a matter of time because I've got the right roots down because my roots are firmly planted in the Word of God. Furthermore, I am not what I am. I do what the Word tells me I do. Ooh. That means I do things different. I do things different to what the world tells me. I do things different to what I feel. I find fulfillment different. Instead of fulfillment as a taker, I find fulfillment as a giver. Because the Word teaches me that. It teaches me how to do health. It, it teaches me how to do relationships and marriage and parenting. It teaches me how to do sex. 
It teaches me how to do money. It teaches me how to bear fruit. But I've just decided in my life, I only want to bear the fruits that the Word tells me that I should be bearing. The Bible is not some outdated relic. It is not a moral guide or a book of theories and suggestions. It is God's Word that is spoken over you that if you grab a hold of and live out, it will anchor you in a way that will cause fruit like you've never seen before. The second thing is, strong roots abiding. That's not a word that we use a lot. But abiding in God. In John 15, it says, Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out, and the branch is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they're burned. It's your roots that cause you to abide. It's your roots that cause you to be grafted. It's your roots that anchor you. There's no life outside of abiding in God. Sure, there might be temporary fruits. This is why Jesus says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way to the Father outside but through, sorry, there is no other way to the Father but through me. Let's talk about what does it mean to abide. The word abide literally means to be grafted into. This mango tree in my backyard was abiding pretty deeply in the ground. It was not easy to come out. In fact, the root system, that tree is gone, but the root system of that tree is still there. They cut it. They took it away. Then they got the stump grinder in. They ground out all the stump. But the tree roots are still there. When you abide, you learn how to surrender. You learn how to yield. You learn how to bond with God. You learn how to rest in God. You learn how to flow with God. So many people do their lives like God's over there and I'm over here and, and I'm just listening for the I show up at church on Sunday, you know, once a month just so I can get a little bit of a word. And Oh yeah, I'll do a little bit more of what God says. That's very different than abiding. That's very different than understanding that I am fully rooted and grafted into who God is. That I can do nothing on my own. In Acts 17, 17, Paul tells us, For in Him we live and we move and we have our being. To be a Christian is more than attending church on Sunday and getting some, some church sprinkled on you. For to be a Christian means that I am abiding in my Father grafted into my Father, that it's in Him that I live, it's in Him that I move, and it's in Him that my whole being exists. That is abiding. Here's the last one. Strong roots through pruning. 
lovely. John 15. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it would bear even more fruit. Notice that. You're a branch that doesn't bear any fruit. He just takes you away. But if you're a branch that is fruitful, he'll prune you so that you will be even more fruitful. Father has designed trees to be more fruitful through pruning. The same is true for our lives. When you prune a tree, you're cutting off all the dead bits. All the bits that aren't bringing life. You're cutting off the area where there is no flow, where there's no abiding, where there's no flow of nutrients and water. It's in the pruning that we see the flow of nutrients and water start to come back. That the roots are strengthened and the branches are strengthened. The whole tree is strengthened so that you can then even produce more fruit. It's the same in our lives. We try to bear fruits, but God likes to prune us back a little bit so that we can, we can bear fruits His way. God asks us to surrender things and yield things, which is basically pruning. I've learned in God, you, sometimes you, got, you often have to give up to go up. It's like that, that picture of the monkey who's, who's, who's got his hand stuck. Have you seen that? Where his hand is stuck inside the, the, the cage because he's holding on to the banana inside the cage. He's outside the cage, but the banana is inside the cage in his hand. And basically, he's trapped himself in prison because he won't let go of the banana. The moment he lets go of the banana, he can remove his hand and now he's free to go. But he just doesn't want to give up that banana. So he allows himself to stay enslaved when he is actually free. Doesn't that look like us? When God is pruning us, He isn't killing us. So many of us have built this idea around God that, you know, I heard a guy one time say, you know, don't ever pray to God to humble you because, oh, mate, that'll just, oh. Now humble yourself, mate. Don't pray that God would humble you. We built up this idea that God is mean. You know, don't ever say, oh, I don't want to go to India because, you know, God will send you to India. Why do we have this idea that God is mean and vindictive? I've learned in my life that everything that has happened, I didn't see myself moving from America to Australia. I'm so glad I did. Changed every, when I was born, I didn't think, yeah, when I'm 20, I want to move to Australia. It wasn't a life goal. I thought I was coming here for six months. Your fault. I've learned that sometimes breakthrough comes from the goodness of God being added to my life. But I've learned that often breakthrough comes from the things that God cuts out of my life. Cutting out bad mindsets. I met a woman one time. The very first day I met her. I invite Hayden or who is it, who's on. Invite the worship team to come. She said to me, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I have bad depression. 
That's your confession. Your name? She didn't even say her last name. For all I know is her name was first name, last name, depression. She has a mindset that she is depressed. We have a mindset that I'm a divorcee. We have a mindset that I am broke. We have a mindset that I am broke in. We have mindsets that God needs to cut out of our lives so we can bear more fruit. Sometimes he needs to cut out of our lives bad relationships. Do you know how many bad friendships I've had to give up to get on with God? In fact, when I got real for God, I had to go into my, my contact setting and I hit the button erase all. I erased every number out of my phone. Then the next time I saw my mom, I said, Mom, I need your phone number because i got to put it back in my phone. This is before Facebook. When you could say, hey, everybody, my phone's been erased. Please send me your numbers. Sometimes God needs to cut out of your life old habits, even old addictions. For me to get healthier, I had to cut Diona pruned ice cream right out of my life. I, am li- I weighed in this morning 99 kilos. I am down eight and a half kilos. I've never felt better. I'm going to the gym. I feel healthy. I feel great. There's life in me. Because I'm not chasing the wrong fruits physically. Now there will come a time where my friendship with ice cream will be rekindled. In moderation. I used to be one of the most manipulative takers. So ugly, so twisted in my motivations. Consumed with self, consumed with my own needs. And there was no fruit being born in my life whatsoever. God took me on a journey. My 20s, I felt like my 20s was just a constant spanking. Anybody else feel like from the age of 20 till the age of 30, I was just constantly copping it. There was pruning. It was never, it was pruning every day. I was like, Lord, I would show up in the morning. What do you want today, Lord? (laughs) Get this out of my life. Come on. I want to close by recapping the end of this passage. It says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you for my father is glory but by this my father is glorified that you would bear much fruit so that you would be do you know God wants you to bear fruit he's teaching us the secrets to break through let me let me reread it if you abide in me and my word in you you can ask what you desire and it will be done for you breakthrough And your breakthrough will glorify God. And your breakthrough will bear much fruit. And greater than breakthrough, we will be his disciples. Do you know for me, in this season of breakthrough, I've found that that sometimes God answers the things that I've put on my card and sometimes he doesn't. But every time I focus my faith in a season of breakthrough, my roots grow strong. I level up as a man, as a son, as a husband, as a pastor, as a leader. 
God just makes me bigger. And look at our church and look at all the people that God's brought into our church. And I just, there's more fruit on our tree right now than I first saw. Why? Because we've spent five years as a church putting down roots. I want to encourage you. I'm 42 years old. And I've decided that I'm done chasing fruit. I'm aware now that fruit will take care of itself if you have healthy roots. I'm not chasing the facade. I drive a 2009 Toyota Corolla hatchback. The paint is starting to peel off. There was a moment there I was like, oh, I'm a pastor of a successful church. I should be driving a better car than this. I know what I need. I need a a new Hyundai because that's just the next level up. Then I was like, I don't want to pay off another stupid car. I'll keep driving the 2009 Corolla that's paid off and purpose my money towards other more fruitful things. That's what, that's what, that's how adults think. Kids think, I want to go buy a new car. I'm done chasing the facade. I want the real. I want what is life-giving. I want the true. I want my roots to grow so deep in God that I trust that He will allow the fruits of my life. When you seek fruits, I want to close with this. Come on, would you stand to your feet? Let's dim the lights so that it feels good in here. Got to create the atmosphere. Let me boil this whole message down into one thing. When you seek fruit over root, you will find breakdown. You ever seen a tree that bore so much fruit that the branch broke because the fruit was too heavy for the branch? I've seen them. There's apple trees all the time. The whole branch breaks off. Why? Because the fruit was too much for it. When you seek fruit over root, you will often find breakdown. You're like the guy who skipped leg day at the gym. But when you seek root over fruit, you will often find the breakthrough. Thanks for joining us. We pray that you and your family are richly blessed by the love and grace of Jesus. If you're ever in the area, we would love for you to join us for Sunday worship.